coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Katie. I'm Anne. I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled Book Club. Welcome, everybody, to February's episode. So it's February. It's the month of love. Um, which is why I chose a romance novel for us this <laughs> this one. Um, so today we're talking about a book called Heard It in a Love Song by Tracy Garvis Graves, I believe is the name. I, of course, don't have that in front of me, but in my brain, that's her name. I'm pretty sure it is. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a little synopsis here um, that I found online. It's not, you know, that in depth, but we'll get into it. So Layla Hilding is trying to scrape her life back together. At 35, she's trying to get used to being divorced from Liam, her cheating, financially abusive husband of 10 years. And with the entire process of separation being acrimonious, she just wants a fresh start. Her music career never took off. She gave it up to please Liam and establish a career while keeping him in style, but that's all over. She's working as a music teacher at a local elementary school. Josh walks his kindergarten-age daughter to school every day, which is how he meets her music teacher, Layla. Now a single father to Sasha, Josh's, Josh's marriage of 20 years to his high school girlfriend, Kimmy, eventually shattered after her high-paying corporate job and his more blue-collar home refurbishment job finally clashed, making them realize they've outgrown each other. Layla and Josh aren't looking for commitment. In fact, they decide to keep things casual, but he's inspiring her to write music again, and she's made him realize just what he's worth. Might they have found true love together? So that is the little synopsis it's a romance novel so we know um you know how it's gonna end usually <laughs> but love is in the air yeah exactly <laughs> so i guess we'll just get started in uh off the bat with what you guys think well i think what i like about the genre is it's a slice of life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like i would know nothing about minneapolis and minnesotan music scene right had me either. i not yeah, enjoyed this book. <laughs> yep. Um, it was kind of slow go though. Like yeah, da 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 da. Yeah. I'm like, because you know, I'm married to a teacher. It felt a lot like <laughs> being married to a teacher. <laughs> regular days, parts of it. You yeah. Know? Um, but I, I think overall, I liked it. Okay. Yeah. It, it, you know, things started rolling a little faster near the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm more into the zombie apocalypse uh, dystopian <laughs> yep. genre, but I really enjoyed this, and part of it was because there was the real real. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was not, this is such a different take, such a complete opposite. It was such a treat <laughs> after our last quote-unquote <laughs> so-called romance. I don't this... think it was touted as romance, but she is a romance no yeah. author, so I would have expected that, but yeah. Historical fiction. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that, Karen, like bringing up the genre you've been reading a lot of. Because mm -hmm. um, I was thinking, wouldn't it be like fun? Because I was like, ugh, what's, like, when is something going to happen in mm -hmm. the book, right? Mm -hmm. um, again, pleasant slice of life, but you know, yeah, what's kind next? of slow. Um, but anyway, I thought, wouldn't it be fun if it turned out that, um, like, Josh just seems to be like a really nice guy? Oh, and, and something instead, terrible happens. He's just like, he's he's keeping women in the basement. Or... I don't know. He's but a then, dad. So BTK. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, lots of bad, bad. Bad people, people have paraded as normal, functioning people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wouldn't that be a fun twist? I, bet Karen I would have would... been really upset if that had <laughs> gone. I actually would have like, been I upset by that. For this. I... Just the cover, wait, the cover is like, um, she has like flowers over her face. Yeah. Right? One of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in a TV show was, I think, the second episode of Hannibal, the TV show, where this somebody is like murdering diabetics and using them to start mushroom farms. Oh my Ew. God. Ew. <laughs> So, I mean, like, that could have been the twist. It's he's, like, planting. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to take it further because that is not the genre. <laughs> but I was thinking, I bet Karen would like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't read books like yeah, that. No. I bet Katie would hate it. Yeah, I would have hated that. <laughs> but just as I was thinking that, not, like, maybe the next time I sat down to listen to it, um, they go on their... He chaperones her Craigslist purchase. Oh and, yeah, uh, sees the That's room full of knives. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh okay. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I... Yeah, then I went down a dark rabbit hole of thought, too. I'm like, <laughs> so you bought that guitar from him, and you're buying the story... Like, you think you were sold a load of goods that it's his son's guitar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if it's not his son's guitar? <laughs> Where did he get that guitar? And you're just, like, skipping away yeah. with some... <laughs> with your happy little guitar purchase <laughs> and not worrying about it. Don't worry about all those knives on the wall. <laughs> that was so creepy. Um, I, I actually laughed at that part. Yeah. Where, yeah. I thought the book was fine. Yeah. I, I like to read romance novels for the fact that, like, I... Not that I don't have to think too hard, but you kind of know how it's going to play out. Yeah. How Maybe we get package. there, you know. It, I think how we get there and how clear that road is, I think, is the mark of a good romance novelist mm-hmm. because some of them are really obvious and some of them are less so. This one was pretty obvious mm-hmm. of all of the romance I have read. It, it was fine. I enjoyed it, you know, as much as I have enjoyed many other books. But, you know, it wasn't the best. I'm reading one right when, now, which I'll talk about at the end, which is... I've just started it and it's already so much better. <laughs> one thing I really liked was that oftentimes, you know, when they, they paint the soon-to-be ex-wife or the ex-wife to be a villain, and it's it's like girl-on-girl competition, and there was none of that. I got to hear yeah. Kimmy's story. She wasn't a villain. Nope. Because sometimes people's marriages just don't work. Yeah. And no one's really a bad person. They just... I thought this book know. did a good job at showing what two different sorts of divorces can look like. Yeah. In that Josh's and Kimmy's was pretty amicable. And neither of them are the bad guy. They just... It doesn't work out. Whatever. Yeah. And then Liam and Layla's is the opposite in that one of them I think is pretty clearly touted yeah. as the yeah. the, wow. the yeah. bad guy, you know? Cheater and thief. Yes. So <laughs> And monster. Yeah. And monster. Like when he wants to reopen their divorce. You monster. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to sue her. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, that it's was like you can't take care of your own life and so you're gonna take every bit of pet money that she's got just to free to suit your ego. Mm-hmm. Right. And because you're in Kate, you're a child. You're a man child. Yeah. Um, some, Liam, that I want to see if you guys felt this way and maybe I was misperceiving it. Mm-hmm. So the chapters were titled with the point of view of the person it was going to be told yeah. from. But it slipped into the other people's state of mind in that same chapter. I also, it also was hard to keep track of what timeline we were in sometimes. Yeah, yeah. At the yeah, beginning, like yeah. especially, because it's sort of told from the past and the future. Yes. And you sort of progress through the past. To meet up with the present. Yes. Yeah. But at the beginning, there wasn't, it wasn't clear where we were. It should have had like dates, like timestamps or something. Yeah. 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 So it helpful. was a little hard to keep track Didn't of all at some point. Yeah. I, so I, I was listened. wondering if it was like something in the physical book we were missing. Cause I know sometimes there's been t- like innovative timelines where. I had trouble tracking because I didn't have the physical book. I could see that. Yeah, I didn't but read I, it, so I don't know. Well, I'm I also, glad to hear that you I, didn't like that either. I read it on the Kindle as well as okay. listening to it. So you did see what the and pages look like. It, yeah, and so I got to see. But so there, it, having it a date, I think super super helpful. Or a because, year at least. Or yeah, and that because wasn't I'm on like, page. yeah, especially no, it wasn't. And I was like, it was a. It took. It slowed the connection down in the mm-hmm. story to me. Because my brain had to stop and try to figure out where we were. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. Is this Liam now? Was this Liam then? Yeah. She's doing the guitar, but no, no. She that was she already did the guitar, and, you're and not now she's entirely back in the sure because they haven't revealed everything about themselves. If she, like at the beginning, I was confused. Is she still in the band? Does she still play? Because they're jumping back and forth, and they're talking about her on stage and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is she still? I thought she wasn't. In, okay, no, she's not in the band. You know. Yeah. So it took some. No, figuring. but then her fellow teachers went to the mic night, right? But or that was, was after she started playing yeah, with the later. with Brian. Yeah, okay. the guitar store friends. guy. Yeah. Um, I think that the author did some really cool, like some things really well. Mm-hmm. Like illustrating how friend groups evolve uh-huh. from teenage, which is essentially childhood, to yep. adulthood. And how those things shift depending on what your circumstances are and how you could like... Because now she's part of Brian's friend group. Yes. Um, so I thought that was really kind of well done. Mm-hmm. I think that she dealt with the issues of young marriage and long, yeah, long marriage. Yep. Well, um, I also I like that job. she she made a point to tell you the point of the book isn't just 
that these two fell in love. The point of the book is that Layla refines herself yeah. and comes yeah. into her own and at some point is even okay with the fact that they might not end up together yes. and she's she's fine being on her own again mm -hmm. which is i think the whole point that she was trying to get through is that it's not a story about liam and or um about going layla to... and josh it's a story about layla becoming herself again or finding herself again yeah. i think um, so I thought that was pretty well done. Actually, I really that. appreciate that. I think I would have been disappointed if they had jumped into a marriage because I thought she finally has a breath and a chance to develop yeah. herself and become a whole person. And I think if she had just, if she had like, there's just a tendency to put herself aside mm -hmm. for a relationship, then I'm glad that that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... I wanted to find out that Susan's children were really Liam's children all along. Oh, that would have been <laughs> exciting, too. Honestly, I really thought so. Well, I totally the way that... So. The way in the coffee store. Yeah. The way she was trying to scoot her children like she was guilty. Well, because at some point around was. there, I was like, oh, okay, he kept on with Suzanne the yeah. whole time. So I was like, is he maintaining two families? Like... two families. <laughs> but Suzanne would never... Like, I've dismissed that pretty swiftly because Suzanne was not as undeveloped of a character as she is. She still wants to be a centerpiece. So I don't think she'd be the woman on the slide not yeah. having the big audacious wedding. I okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I looked for book club questions. There aren't any specifically for this book, but um, I found a helpful resource from Oprah. Um, Oprah. And she has a list of book club questions for various genres, mm -hmm. which I thought was oh, interesting. Cool. So I have a couple general um, book club questions, but also general romance novel questions. Um, the first one is, did you like the, quote, heat level of this book? Because romance spans a large, large genre as far as, like, how smutty of a book do you want to read? Yeah, I you think know? this was reasonable. Yeah, it was hardly much at all. Uh, you know, yeah. there were there were some touches of it that here and there, but it wasn't. It was one of the least sexy romance novels I've ever read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, those was, Christmas ones that I listened to were probably about this level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got to their first kiss kind of level. So this went further. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it was no Outlander. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I've definitely read others that are more so than this. But um, when I was looking for a romance novel to pick for my book club pick, my search criteria was clean-ish <laughs> or like not too smutty romance yes. novels just because I don't want to <coughs> end up picking something and then feel like, oh my God, I can't believe I recommended this to somebody. There's a couple books I've read where it's like, if you want to tell somebody that they should read this book, then you're admitting... That I've also there. read this and I enjoyed it. <laughs> I recommended a romance novel to a customer because I really liked the author and it was like a series of them. And of all of them, this one that I was reading, I was like, I'm reading this one. It's good. And then I was like, this is the dirtiest of all of them. <laughs> so I have to go back and be like, I don't know if I recommend it anymore. I don't want you to judge me. <laughs> uh, oh, um, yeah, I guess I listened. I, I, yeah. Because I say that, what is the other romance that I have? True Blood is way... Oh, yeah. It's, it's right up next to Outlander. Yeah. Not quite. Cause... It's not like Fifty Shades or anything. No, but which, oh my god. That's just bad. Bad writing. I never read it. <laughs> I read it out like a, I can't think of the word, like a, a small portion of it. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and it was awful. Yeah. I think it's just, supposed to be. Like I mean, it's not supposed to be. Like but... a third grader wrote it and was still waiting to get it proofed. Yeah. <laughs> Did I talk about Nightmare Alley last time? Yes. Yeah. That's right up there with the, oh, don't read this. <laughs> this is not a read. I don't recommend this. Well, you want to recommend it. You just want to be As careful As a film noir, you but considering when it was written, it, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like up there with Fifty Shades, I, I guess. I don't know. I've never read Fifty Shades. Just, yeah. just as, you know. We wouldn't judge you if you had. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second question I have is, was the couple's connection believable to you? And if so, at what point did they seem to click? Like, did they seem like two people that would have gone together? Yeah. 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 I yeah. thought it was pretty believable. Yeah. They're both too, like, down to earth. One review I read of this book, um, which is where I got the synopsis from. I'll have to see if I can chase down where it's from. But um, one of the problems that that 
reviewer had with the novel is how unbelievable she thought Layla and Liam's relationship was. Um, that Layla seemed like the sort of person that wouldn't have gone with that for so long. But I, I think that the point is that she would have because she didn't know that she was stronger than that at the time. Yeah, I think, and also I think it's representative of where so many people find themselves. Yeah. Like, I mean, how old, how old were, was she when she and Liam? Mid-20s. Yeah. Because she was 23 yeah. when they started dating, I think. Mm. Um, so. And, yeah, they were married for 10 years and I think they were in their mid-30s, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it there's a lot of growth that happens. Okay. Yeah, you know, yes. you learn a whole lot about yourself in those years. So, um, I didn't necessarily have a problem with that, but yeah, I thought that the two of them seemed like they would, you know, go together well. Um, the next question is, what do you think happens to the leads after the movie? After the movie, the book is over. Like, what do you want for them? What do I want for them? Yeah. Um, more quiet Sunday afternoons doing puzzles and drinking wine. Yeah, that yeah. sounds nice. <laughs> Sitting on the porch and yeah, with her doggy. Oh, her little house sounded so nice. I know with her little. Uh, he got a new dog. That's true. He did yeah. get a new dog. Um, her basement studio and everything. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it ended well enough that I wasn't like, but I want to know what happens. I'm like, I'm happy with what happens. Yeah, you know, like no, just, I don't expect them to get married, but have that happily ever after contented feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I think we already touched on this a little bit, or at least you did, Anne. What do you think of the um, romance's pacing? Slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a long book, but no. it was... I it listened, wasn't short either, though, really. No, it wasn't. Yes. Um, I listened to it on my commute back and forth, and it was like a solid week and a half of there and backs, mm-hmm. um, which I enjoy a book for that because, you know, if you're driving, you're also, you know, sort of paying attention to, uh, well, you should be paying attention to other things <laughs> as you're going, but um, it wasn't anything too complicated that I felt like I was missing out on anything, because yeah. sometimes some of the, like, heavier or more uh, plot-heavy books that we have read or I, I have read, I find that I get to wherever you I'm going, off. and I'm like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. Or how did we get here in the book? I'm like, I don't remember what happened to get me here. But, Autopilot when you're reading. <laughs> exactly, or just space, you know, space it out. Yeah. Um, I, for the pacing? Uh-huh. I thought it was realistic. I liked it because they're getting to, it's slow in the beginning, like when you get to know each other. Not the pace of their relationship. That was fine. Yeah. Um, I just, like. I liked hearing, I liked the time that she took getting, I th- developing the story on from different viewpoints. Yeah. I liked hearing Kimmy's point of view, what happened in Kimmy's life, even though she's the uh, she's the original woman, right? She's the one. I, I did love the Alanis <laughs> she, Morissette reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that she thinks of the isn't it ironic meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his lovely, lovely wife. wife yeah and then she finds yeah. out that they're separated yeah but i i like that it wasn't just him and her that they're the people around yeah. them because they are also their community around them it, to a certain extent so yeah i i thought i liked the pace because i got more of the story it was a little richer a little more to it than just he met her he, she she likes him they kiss and then take off yeah you know? yeah i didn't have a problem with it but i think that also is how a lot of books in this genre tend to go um it's it's sort of like what are you listening for you know but of all like i said of all of the romance novels i have read it isn't the most action-packed <laughs> um no but i you know well, i don't know that i was looking for action like, mm-hmm. of, of any sort. I, I don't know. Like, it was like, and today is Monday, and we lived Monday, and tomorrow is Tuesday, and yeah. now I'm living Tuesday, and Tuesday is Tuesday. Like, that's that's yeah. what yeah. No, the I narrative felt like to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, these are the days of the week. I'm just going to go through these questions. There's yeah. seven of them. I think some of them, these next couple are kind of dumb, but I think it could be Let's funny. Let's do it anyway. Would you, have, would you fall for either of these two leads? Or I guess I'll open it up. Who in the book did you... Who was your favorite character, I guess I'll say? Like, who would you uh, like to know more about, maybe? Sasha. (laughs) (laughs) I am... I... I liked the characters, but um, I don't think I had a favorite. I was a little disappointed that 
halfway through the book I realized that we don't really know a whole lot about Layla and we didn't really hear anything about her like history her upbringing her family yeah. her childhood like I we got a lot of that from Josh and yeah. even Kimmy but we didn't I feel like yeah. we didn't really know a whole lot about her as a person she has supportive parents yeah and I think she has a couple siblings but I'm not sure. Yeah. But Josh has four brothers. Yep. He's the youngest. He has loving parents, His, <laughs> loving supporting yeah, parents. Yeah, they've all got you know uh, uh, sisters-in-laws and uh, six nieces mm-hmm. and nephews, whatever combination, because there's seven grandchildren. Yep. We know that Kimmy was just. Her I didn't mom do any of that math. I just skimmed over it because in my mind that's blah 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 blah. <laughs> Get back to the romance. <laughs> <laughs> but we know a lot about Josh's family. Yeah, and very little about our heroine. Yeah, it was interesting. The book focused so much on Layla's. You know, it's about her. I felt like even though it's told from both of their perspectives, she's the one that has more um, growth, you know, character development. For there not to be any sort of background about her, uh, I found was a little disappointing. I was also hoping that her friend, when they were, like, trying to interpret his text when she um, Uh first dog sits Uh and, like, Something oh like he asked if he was going she was going to the movies with a boyfriend or not and what did he do with that information da 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 why did the friend never point out like why don't you ask him out right like what century are we living in yeah that is true um question number six says did this book melt your heart <laughs> did it make you believe in love again. <laughs> say no, no. but I, yeah i did <laughs> no. not believe in love you're right i mean i liked that these people found love yeah yeah i have read but. other books that i have been more touched by and been like yes. oh i'm so happy at the end whereas this i knew it was gonna happen i was yeah. like that's good yep. okay yeah. great i'm nice. happy for yep. you tidy bow yep. Pretty. um yeah yeah no it did not know no I, I don't think so either <laughs> um if it was part of a series did this book compel you enough to read the next one well i'm glad it's not a series i would say no yeah but would you read more from the author no she has some other best-selling um i didn't look at what it was but no i'm not compelled to read more by her because there's so much other out there that i'm like eh, you know i'm fine i mean i've come to the um I've grown enough to admit that I do like this genre, mm-hmm. but I'm not interested in reading more from this. <laughs> no, I don't feel like I am. Either. Unless some person I knew and trusted their taste was like, no, it was really good. You should read it. I'm not going to no. look back for more of it because nope. it was just, it was fine. Yep. Um, that's kind of the questions I have as far as like romance specific. Um Okay, greatest moment in the book then, maybe. Yeah, so the first general question I have, what was your favorite part of the book? Um, do you have an answer? No, I just thought that'd be a good question. Okay, I thought you were, like, <laughs> prompting because you had something exciting to talk I think about. maybe I like the knife house best. Yeah, I like the knife house. I liked, um, I kind of wish this I also is... like the puzzle. When they were working on the puzzle together, I thought, what a, like, good juxtaposition of how he felt so ignored. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, lovely, intimate, simple thing to do together. Yeah, that was nice. Um, I liked when, uh, I liked Layla and Brian's relationship in that yeah. they seemed like they were really good friends. Yes. I liked, when she, one of my favorite parts that made me laugh was when she tells him, like, I was going to ask you out before yes. I realized you were the fiance. He's I like, do you loud. know how many, like, how long I'm going to brag about this? He was, like, so excited. I uh, liked that part. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud at that. Yeah. Um, what was your, I guess maybe we already talked about what your least favorite part of the book was. Or least um, favorite thing about the book. Well, let's see. Is there a particular part I really, like, because there's some things that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, writing style, etc. Like, it's so specific like it's so specifically of its time Uh Mm -hmm. and she used a lot of cultural references Uh like oh my my music students love to sing frozen yes (laughs) yeah that was a little on the nose yeah yeah um i it's not that i didn't see it well there's okay so there's two things that sort of pop up at the end is like Mm -hmm. your um conflict right so liam serves her papers and tries to sue her for 
you know, hiding money from him, right? And then she yeah. burns his face off. But <laughs> then, but nothing really becomes of that. Yeah. I was sort of waiting for something to happen, but at the end of the novel, it was just like, he backed down, that's it. And it was like, okay, yeah, well. Yeah, that, that really wasn't sewn up very well. I don't think it was. <laughs> well, it I wasn't think, resolved, I don't I think, think it resolved itself, like, within the time it happened. Yeah. So it was Let's like, just say, not very satisfactorily. Well, he served the papers. The lawyer said, don't do anything. Mm-hmm. She immediately ignores that, and she runs over to where he is, and humiliates him Mm -hmm. and stands up for herself. So that was like handled in the moment. I guess so. Mm -hmm. I just was kind of waiting for it to then be resolved. Yeah. With one sentence, it was a little dissatisfying. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't disagree. Okay. (laughs) And then, um, with Kimmy and her coming back and saying, you know, I actually, I made a terrible mistake and I want to be married to you after all. I saw coming from 10 miles away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The moment he's, she's making cookies for him. Come on. At their pet shop. Or even before that, when she, when he's like, he's so worried because it's been so long before he's gotten the papers and his brothers are like, mm. oh, that's bad news. It's like, mm-hmm. what if she actually just doesn't know if she's, if that's what she wants, which is exactly and what. The meantime, he's thinking that he's, she's going to do something vindictive. Right. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, why did he just ask her? Why did he wait so long? Well, when Why your marriage just of 20 years falls apart, it might be have something to do with some communication issue. Yeah, and I can yeah, see not yeah. wanting to talk to that person for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Did the reading, um, did reading this book impact your mood? Did it leave you in a good mood? No. Okay. No, they touched on a lot of anxiety things. Mm, like, okay. Yeah. Like, am I paying enough attention to my husband? Yeah. I do the things that Josh yeah. is talking about all the time. Yeah. Man. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I can just, see that too. <laughs> Kevin and I are hitting fifteen years, not as long as as Kimmy and uh, and Josh, but yeah, it just it it touched on a lot of like. Um, I might I might have had a bad issues. dream in which I was angry at my <laughs> husband and I woke up and wanted to hit him. But restrained because I knew it was a dream from the Ooh. book I was reading and not reality. Yeah. yeah. So right. yeah. So no, it did not. It totally. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I might have had a few times where I'm like, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. I didn't really intend to pick a book that was so heavily about divorce <laughs> because I had sort of a similar, you know, feeling that you did, where it was like, oh, but I can sort of relate to these things. Yeah. You know, but obviously well, so it's I exaggerated, it but as an object lesson of like, well, if this is making me feel self conscious, you know, like, like when you're in trouble for something that you know you did wrong, uh-huh. then, then maybe I should be conscientious. Then so maybe it, let's unpack. It. Yeah. Exactly. Well. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to unpack it. I just no, want to no. change my <laughs> Just try and do better, you know? Are you trying to no, re- no. trigger my anxiety as well? No, no, no. For me. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, no, this book did not leave me in a good mood. I, I saw it as a cautionary tale. Um, one thing that I wish that somebody, I actually, I can't say this because I didn't do any homework to see if the, anybody had done this. <laughs> I want somebody to make a playlist of all of the music and references that are mentioned yeah, in the book, so yeah. I could have listened to it yes. at the same time. Yes. I'm like, that would have been cool. But as I say that, I did literally no looking to see if yes. that existed. Yeah. But it did make me want to listen to music, so yeah, I like that. actually, it did. It reminded yeah. me, like, I had some very stressful times in the last two weeks at work, and I was like, well, you do have resources for this. Mm-hmm. So... I put on the Jack Johnson. There you go. And then I couldn't hear the people that were annoying me anymore. Love it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's instant medicine for me. <laughs> this is like our second book about um, the involving a, a woman who plays music. Mm-hmm. And I've liked it just as much. Oh, no. I like the other one way oh, better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was that one? Um, Daisy something. Daisy and Jones and the Six was the a six. much better. I was kind of hoping when I picked this, it was going to be sort of like that, but more romancy. Mm-hmm. Um I liked all the musical references and I like the, um, you know, I liked that aspect of it. Well, Josh and Kimmy are exactly my age. So oh, that yeah. was both like, like I, I felt connected to them and I felt irritated by them <laughs> for the same, yeah. same reason. Speaking, just a quick blurb. So, um, someone I know was reading recently Daisy Jones and the Six mm-hmm. and I said, oh, 
we read that in our in our podcast and she goes and didn't you want to look her up i go i, I totally looked her up so <laughs> i wanted to look up this gal yeah i always want to go no are these real people are these based on i at least wanted to hear their songs that they wrote like mm-hmm. i'd like to be able to look up and like listen to it but yeah um i don't think the author has a future in uh lyricism or because <laughs> of her song at the end yeah <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Like, it, yeah, but maybe it just doesn't translate because if you read a song monotonely, yeah, any song exactly. it could sound pretty yeah. cheesy, but exactly maybe it I translates better into music. I don't know. Maybe. I, I just figured it was like poetry. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I don't get poetry very well. Well, songwriting isn't, because like if you get poets philosophizing and songwriters philosophizing on this, they get compared all the time, but they are very different writing um, mediums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're so very similar. And that was just like, again, like a third grader's poem. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it wasn't. Um... But she she's not a writer and this was a breakthrough for her. So it, and she's it did... always said she's not a writer. Yeah, it did yep, like. Um, that's true. Just um, reemphasize her blossoming into herself. I think will it... say. Oh, go ahead. Think about it. It's like she was a new new writer. Like when we were new knitters, maybe mm-hmm. our, our early stitches were not what they are today. I'm even but, cringing in my like photo slides because uh, I'm going way back for something. Oh, uh-huh. to find the oldest work like, in progress. Well, I ha- see, I'm posting on my own account too, so I have to yeah. decide what I'm going to share for that other request because I have to share on my account. So I'm still thinking on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's cringy. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's very cringy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's only like going pretty. I mean, that's fair recent history. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, this their other song. Was it Grateful or whatever? Yeah. Like their hit that was supposed to be so catchy. Mm-hmm. We also heard the lyrics to that too, which was a, I would say on par. <laughs> a little better. Maybe. Um, a little better story. I wish those songs actually the same existed. author writing it. Come on. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> no, we understand. She, <laughs> may, she, may, she may credit it to different characters, but it's the same author writing the lyrics. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot else because I don't know what else there is really to talk about with this book. Specifically because it was what it was. I think we all can agree it was fine. Yeah. Enjoyed yeah. it enough to finish yeah. it. And yep. if I were reading it on my own, I would have finished it. Yeah. There's yeah. some that I give up on. It was fine. But I do want to talk a tiny bit about romance as a genre. Yeah. Because I was doing a little bit of research about it. I found this article from Vulture. Um, by Jamie Green from 2019 said why you should be reading romance novels, which I highly recommend reading this article. I think it was great, but I want to read a little synopsis of it. So this was written three years ago, but for Valentine's Day. So it's appropriate for our timing here. It's a little past Valentine's Day now, but still. It says Valentine's Day at its best is an excuse to do what you want. Go on a fancy date, spend all night having sex, buy a bunch of sale chocolate and eat it alone in the bath. (laughs) Although it's And though it's hardly the only time of year to celebrate romance novels, I personally find romance better for lazy summer days. It's our excuse for it, so here we are. I don't want to spend too much time on romance's bad reputation, which is born of misogyny, snobbishness, and bias against small papermacks, misogyny, and a lack of appreciation for delightfully cheesy book covers. Was misogyny in there twice? It is. Um, Because it's really important. Well, I mean, it is. You get that point. But if you're thinking bad reputation is right and fairly earned, then please keep reading. Because if that's what you think, odds are you haven't read any romance, at least not recently. And February 14th is my excuse to tell you how much you're missing out on and why you should consider a change of heart. It says, sad and challenging books have their place in the world, but there's plenty of room on your bookshelves. Romance is written to be enjoyed. Romance is a genre overwhelmingly written by and for women where women's desires, experiences, and rich inner lives are given value and a center Mm. stage. Mm -hmm. It is fun, smart, savvy, increasingly inclusive, and a guaranteed good time. Um, So she goes on to, I don't know if it's a, I don't know. They go on to talk about um, more and more about some, and some uh, recommendations But also I have another passage highlighted that says women have historically been excluded from the canon and that carries on through publishing today. Women's voices, stories, and as authors and characters have been systematically devalued in literature. We see how a man's thinly veiled autobiographical musings are hailed as revolutionary, but a women's are dismissed. 
A woman's are dismissed. How male mm-hmm. authors write women is only to serve their male characters' journeys and are lauded for the bare minimum beyond that. How sex in literary fiction is rarely actually fun, and if it is something that must, and if it is, then someone must pay the price. Romance is full of women's voices and women's stories. There are male and non-binary authors too, and not all romances pair a man and a woman, but romance authorship may be the arena least dominated by straight men in the entire world. But wait, you say, my straw man might say, romance reduces women's lives to love stories. That's not empowering. That's practically telling them to get back in the kitchen. (laughs) I promise you, romance makes no such reductions. These books show women finding love, sure, but even the thinnest hypothetical opponent that I've conjured up to make my point wouldn't object to that being a part of a person's life, right? And while women in romance are falling in love, they're also coming more fully into themselves, discovering strength and independence or vulnerability and honesty or the bravery to stand up to their parents or fight a war or be proud of who they are. And more important and most excuse me, and almost more important than these women falling in love is them falling in love, is being fallen in love with. For being strong, independent, vulnerable, honest, brave, smart, funny, and stubborn. Those are stories about women that I think are extremely worth reading. Um, This is a much longer article than just that, but again, I would recommend if you want to know more that you could read this. Um, Again, it's from vulture.com. I thought that was pretty well... That's a real... I thought it really related well to this one, too, that not only is it about a woman falling in love, but it's a woman's story written by a woman. Mm -hmm. And I think at least I consciously, when choosing novels for our book club and for myself to read personally, I tend to prefer to read books written by women. Um, That's not exclusive. You know, I read a lot of different things and I don't know if every one that I've chosen for book club it has been written by a woman but that's something I honestly try to do mm-hmm. um, because I think like she says so many books and novels and everything over time all of those classics that you're forced to read in high school like none of the ones on that reading list that I can think of were written by women at least from my high school so um, yeah I thought that was interesting to see someone else's take on it and the book that I am reading now because I was missing out on we can use this as our transition into what else are you reading (laughs) um I was kind of missing after this ended I I enjoyed you know listening to a fun easy romance novel driving back and forth to work um the book I'm reading now is a um I think you know because we haven't really gotten to the they get together part but it's a queer romance novel, oh. which I think I've read maybe one before. Yeah. That's a, a genre of the romance canon that I have not really touched on before. I, I think I, I can't remember if I've read another one. It's, I think I have. But this is two women. And so far I am thoroughly enjoying it just as much as any other romance novel mm-hmm. I've read. I relate to it less being a straight woman, but it's still, you know, what do I'm still enjoying it. Point of view, right? Right. So I like the idea of shared romance, romance, the romance genre in general being more and more inclusive. Yeah. Because I've also read, which is a genre I really like, or an author I really like is Jasmine Guillory, um, and she writes a lot of people of color and also like not necessarily straight-sized people. And um, I read a whole. There were a couple I read last summer where the character was specifically a fat woman. Um, and I enjoyed those too. So those more inclusive stories, I think, are becoming more readily available. And I've enjoyed every single one that I've read. So, Aww. the Starless Sea is the one I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know that one. Um, it's the second book by Aaron Morgan. I didn't read that. <laughs> that was the one book oh, club that I that I didn't, night circus. That oh, I didn't night read. But the Night Circus is like it's fantasy and Harry Potter esque. Yeah. But it, it's definitely romance. I, I did oh, yeah. come I read, back to it. Katie. I read like come back to the it. first quarter of it, or maybe not even that you much. Know, but I would, I could see myself actually. It was reading it. a little disconcerting because it is read by the same reader as Harry Potter, and it's oh. these kids going to ma- learning magic. So. Okay. <laughs> so it, it was a little confusing to my brain a little bit <laughs> until yeah. I got you get into it and everybody everything is distinct. So do you remember that the <sighs> the book they had the. Um, that it was more had more more um, bodies in it. More bodies. Huh? I don't know. Uh, they had <laughs> fat people in it. Oh, um, yes. One of them was like more of a teen book, which was like I read it over one weekend when we yeah, were camping. It was called Fat Chance. Oh, I have to Google it. Um, I'll look it up. It was okay. cute. It was 
it, it was a little annoying because I can't really relate to the children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fat Chance Charlie Vega by Crystal Maldonado. Um, Crystal, it was cute. Crystal Maldonado is the author. Yes. So. Okay. The other one is called... Oh, I'm going to have to Google it. It was like... Um, this girl gets picked to be on, like, The Bachelor. It's not The Bachelor, but it's whatever in this universe is called. And she's the first, like, larger person to be on the show. And it's about her experience with it, which was actually very cute. And I can't remember the name of it. So if you talk about your recommendations, I'll do the research to see what that book was called. Because okay. I can't remember. Um, so anybody else reading anything good um, lately? I'm, I'm still working on um, the book I was talking about last time, which is... Um, Brit Marie was here. I really like it though, so I'm gonna finish it for sure. Mm -hmm. I strongly recommend all Frederick Bachman. Um, you will cry. I'm not at the crying point on Brit Marie yet. Brit Marie is an insight into all of those people who seem so abrasive, and when you're in her mind, she is not trying to be abrasive at all. She's uh -huh. really always trying to be nice, but she just doesn't know how <laughs> uh, or how other people do it and there's good reason behind it um, and then I'm going to listen to kind of a downer book but it's this is a PSA that I think maybe everybody should listen to so it's sort of like homework for my other job mm -hmm. um, it was on the Sci Science Friday does a book club and they were talking to this author um, last Friday and the book is called The Grieving Brain okay. and it's really interesting about how like, it's some scientific study of the brain mm. and how, like, things that look like depression and treating grieving <clears throat> like depression is not a good idea because that's not what your brain is uh -huh. doing. Mm. Um, so it's, it's gonna, I think that's going to be really interesting. The book I was thinking of is called One to Watch by Kate Stamen London, which was One cute. to Watch. One to Watch. One to Watch. Okay. Karen? Um, I am a super fan of N.K. Jemisin. Um, and <clears throat> she, she came out with this book in 2018. I'd been, I'd finished a few books and I was looking for something else and it came up as a recommended buy thing and it's called how long till black future month. <laughs> and, well, that's cool. um, and a lot of, I've heard that phrase actually talked a lot about this year, but really it's a bunch of short stories and I, I really appreciated like her introduction because you know, like we swatch, uh, as a designer, I swatch and I do mini versions mm -hmm. of my designs to see if all the different elements. And her short stories are kind of like her swatching for the bigger stories. Oh, that's cool. I like and that. Yeah. Where it's like, so sometimes like from some of her other books, I'm like, oh, I know it's, this is a short story and it's not exactly like but you what, can what, the, what, what the other story is, but it's what the, the city we became we, is one book that came out of this that's cool this written swatch oh that's really you know I, she doesn't call it that it. way but that's how no, i think I about it yeah. yeah but it's really and she talks about a lot some of these is, are a little short stories have come out of um her her time as an author when she started you rarely saw black people in as authors and black women mm -hmm. even rare even more rare and black queer women almost never yeah <laughs> and so the her ability to and at first what she was writing was not really what she wanted to write just to you know get herself in the door um so it's it's really enjoyable because it's it's nice because some of them are like some it's nice to read a book of just short stories mm -hmm. it's like some of them get like wow there's a lot of tangledness but i know that i can stick with it because it's a short story. Well, it's I, not a whole book worth. It's like an author who can do a short story and a long form. Yeah, because that's those are two that's different talents. with watercolors and oils. And she, and she even talks <laughs> related, about, but real different. <laughs> and she even talks about that because she never wanted to do the short story essay mm. thing because it is a totally different mindset yeah. than the other. But she uses it as a jumping off point yeah. to then further develop characters. And some short stories will never. Like swatches, some like <laughs> swatches, develop, some yeah. patterns are just never going to happen. Great idea, but if that's all the further it went. Um, so that was called How Long Till Black Future Month by N.K. Cool. Jemison. Well, if you like, if you're getting into short stories, a real treat for your ears is, um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, <laughs> I like lost it's my train treat. of thought. 
LeVar Burton has a podcast mm. where he reads you a short story. Oh, that sounds cool. It's wonderful. <laughs> Gosh, you guys, it's cool. the best thing in the world. There's like... I think there's like five years of them. Oh, gosh. And he takes you on a broad journey of um, authors of color. Mm -hmm. um, just fantastic things I would have never exposed myself to. LeVar Burton Reads. It's so good, guys. They did, I, saw, I saw this YouTube. I don't know if it was YouTube or what it was. It, it looked like it was for the Trevor Daily. Trevor. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah show. Anyway, where he talks about reading banned books. Which is the Daily mm -hmm. Show. You were, yeah. you were happy yeah. there. Okay, I was <laughs> Both the Daily like, Show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Trevor um, Daily. I like and he, it. And he, it was really fun. He's like, wait a minute. You can't read I this one. He goes, he goes memoir, he talks about this book. Oh, he goes, yeah, you've this is about a book them. about penguins. It's their animals. And it's on the band list because they're two daddy. Mm -hmm. They're two they're two boy penguins. They adopted. There's no sex in this book. Okay. <laughs> and it's still banned. I want to share this here. I love what he had to say. Either Kevin and I are going to do this or we're not going to do this. But it's such a good idea and so grassroots and doable. Um, he was, We were having breakfast out last weekend and he said, if I had a, we were talking about banning books and like, oh, there's so many like insane laws coming in for teachers mm -hmm. and like ugh. one state wants them to submit their lesson plans one year in advance. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's crazy. So that aside, we were talking about that kind of insane attack on, um, like, attaching politics to education and all the banned books. And he's like, you know, if I won the lottery, I would love to, like, have someone build tiny libraries and stick them all over the country in these places that they are banning books insanely mm -hmm. uh -huh. and fill them with those banned books. Yeah. So people have a resource. Why does it have to be something when you win a million dollars? Yeah, yeah. Like, Communities can come and choose to do it themselves. Like we could build a <laughs> a tiny tiny library books. and fill it with banned books. That's true. Now, as soon as I said let's put it in our front yard, Kevin backed off, and I have a neighbor across the street that flies an FJB flag, and I have a neighbor across next door to me who flies a Trump flag. Mm. So he is worried about the repercussions of it. Yeah, to consider your safety. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. If you don't, That's pretty cool. If you don't stand up. So then someone, I was talking about this a little more. Somebody was saying, well, you don't necessarily have to put it in your yard, mm -hmm. but you could take it upon yourself to stock other people's tiny libraries sure. with a sprinkling of those books. Yeah. So that might be where I start. That's cool. But it's just an idea. If you've ever yeah. thought about putting up a tiny library in your yard, um, Kevin recommends putting a Nest uh, camera yep. on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like doorbell or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So that um, is something I'm really excited about. I like that idea. Yeah. I do, too. I don't know when we'll get to it. But I was like, Kevin, we have enough. Like, um, we have some lumber in our front yard. We could build, like, probably four. Let's get, like, four families into this. <laughs> and then he's like, okay. Let's calm down a little bit. Yeah. I was like, you told your manic wife a really great idea. <laughs> um, I want to scared. share a, um, not a book that I'm reading, but um, I found on TikTok, they also post the same on Instagram. Schuler Books, S-C-H-U-L-E-R, is a bookstore in Michigan. So, I okay. mean, <laughs> why am I following them? But they make really good video content. And all of the people that work at the store seem very, very cute and sweet. Um, but that's how I've gotten recommendations for books where it's like, tell me, tell me your favorite romance novel or what's your favorite book that you read this year or whatever. And um their tiktoks are very cute and i followed them and then um like i said they're also on instagram but great for um book content and recommendations and i want to go there just to meet all yeah, these happy like friendly people book. so that would be fun um go to michigan. i don't have any other reason to go to michigan but if i did <laughs> uh yeah, yeah I they to probably have books. really great cheese oh, probably. yeah i've had cheese curds in michigan there you go uh, i just think anything california cheese lacks but I already talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, have you heard the commercial? It's the cheese. They're happy cows. Yeah. It's a lie. <laughs> happy cows do not get fed dry grass. <laughs> um, it's not good to feed ruminators only grass. Um, so is it time for my book? You have a drop yeah. stitch. You have a drop stitch. Where? Right here. Oh my God. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> Karen's doing some, or I think, double, double knit. She's yeah. just setting up a double that knit, be, and her, really one suck. of her colors just jumped shit. Um, okay. Yeah, what are we reading? So, next book. Complete shift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not. It's just a loop. Okay. But still. Hmm. 
Woo. I'm here. I'm here to support you, whether or not <laughs> it was a false alarm. <laughs> okay, this is a book that one of our members just finished and brought to the table, and I was like, "I'm picking book this week. Give me that book." Uh huh. Um, it's called The Sanatorium by Sarah Pierce. Okay. Um, it is an audiobook. It's uh, reaching into the longer. It's eleven hours. That's fine. Um, but as you can see the book size. It's not too bad. I yep. bet you could oh. speed. I bet it's a slow reader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks, it's a 300 1.2 speed or 1.3 yeah, yeah. speed. <laughs> yeah. It's a 392 book, page book. Um, the It's by, published by Penguin, so we can get our snob back on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> on the cover, but wait, the quote on the cover is from People Magazine. So. <laughs> um, it's The Shining, but with a full house. Oh. Um, you won't want to leave until you can't. The newly renovated hotel Les Somet, a former sanatorium high in the Swiss Alps, has long been plagued by dark rumors. When Detective Ellen Warner's estranged brother Isaac and his fiancée Lore yeah, uh, invite her to celebrate their engagement at the hotel, Ellen reluctantly accepts. Arriving in the midst of a threatening storm, Ellen immediately feels on edge. And when Lore suddenly vanishes, Ellen must trust her instincts if they hope to find her. When the snow cuts off all access to Le Somet, mm. the remaining guests start to panic. Then another woman disappears, and she's the only person who could have warned them of just how much danger they are all in. Ooh, it's the Hallic Hotel California, but in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a Reese book club. Which I think we've read. We've done well with yeah. those before, yeah. She's, she, she chooses pretty good. Um, it's available on Audible. Nice. Uh, I have a physical book, which I like when it's my choice. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to roll. Okay, cool. <laughs> the Sanatorium by Sarah Pierce. Peace. Peace. Pierce. Pierce. No, Pierce. Yeah. Right. Pierce. 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 Like Pear. P-E-A-R-S-E. Got Pierce. it. Sarah with an H. It Okey looks dokey. good. And I think you can get it at Costco. That does look like a Costco sticker sticker on it. Nice. (laughs) Very reasonably priced. Um, My price was best. Free. (laughs) Yeah, I love love free. Free 99 is always good. I'm going to have to claim it on Uh, a cloud library before anybody else does. Um, So good times, guys. Cool. Well, we'll see you next month for the sanatorium. Sounds very spooky. I'm excited. I love The Shining. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.